are Locked On Razorbacks, your daily podcast on the Arkansas Razorbacks, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Welcome into the Locked On Razorbacks podcast. I am your host, John Neighbors. I am also the host of Out of Bounds. You can catch every weekday afternoon from 1 to 4 on 1037thebuzz and 1037thebuzz.com. Today's podcast is sponsored by Blue Chew. Blue Chew is making waves and bringing more confidence to the bedroom. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra and Cialis, but in chewable form and at a fraction of the cost. Blue Chew's tablets combat all forms of ED and can help men gain extra confidence when it's time to perform. Blue Chew is an online prescription service, so no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, no waiting in line at the pharmacy, and it ships right to your door in a discreet package. The thing is about Blue Chew's tablets is that they're all made in the USA and they prepare and ship direct so it's cheaper than a pharmacy. And we got a special deal for all of our listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use promo code LOCKEDON at checkout. Just pay the $5 shipping. That's BlueChew.com, promo code LOCKEDON to receive your first month free. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. What a weekend, folks. I mean, what, 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 like, can I just repeat last Monday's podcast and talk about what great a week it is and how great it has been and how it's just great to be a Razorback fan. Like, can I just continue to do that? Well, probably, but here's the thing. It's not a fluke. It's not. The Razorback basketball team beat Texas A&M 87 to 80, and it really was a, an interesting game because Arkansas was down because Texas A&M just played out of their minds. Arkansas came back. They won. And that's all that matters. And the regular season has officially come to an end. And the Arkansas Razorbacks in the latest AP poll is sitting at number eight. That's not a dream. That's not a lie. Number eight in the country heading into postseason play. Guys, I don't know what to do with my hands. I don't know what to do. And we're going to talk with Jacob Seuss of Channel 5, actually, at 5news.com up in Northwest Arkansas in the next segment and get his thoughts on everything. But I wanted to give my thoughts. And why, like some of you saw on Twitter, that I felt that Arkansas is good enough and can win the national championship. Now, some of you were all in on that. You, I mean, you were just like, yeah, let's go, boys. And some of you were like, hey, shut up. You're an idiot. You're going to jinx it. All that stuff. No. Folks, I'm serious. I am dead serious on this. Arkansas can win the national championship. I'm not saying they will, but they can. They have the makings for a team that can make a run. They're going to be a three seed at worst. Could be a two seed depending on what they do in the SEC tournament. They have great guard play. They have guys that are seniors and veterans that have been around. They have a coach in Eric Musselman, which I put up against almost any coach in college basketball as far as preparation and scouting and all of that. And they have one of the most important things going for them right now. They're playing with elite confidence and they're playing their best basketball right now. Like, is there anybody that scares you? You know, maybe Michigan or Gonzaga or Illinois, Baylor, maybe. But besides that, no, no. There's not a team in college basketball that I'm afraid of. And the fact is, is that since they're playing at such a high level right now, and since they've won 11 straight conference games, I think they're on an eight-game winning streak, if you don't count the uh, SEC Big 12 Challenge against Oklahoma State, which, you know, they were play away from winning, but hey, you lost the game, got to count it. Like, 
This is as good as it's. This is as good as I've seen it, and at least in my recent lifetime, this is as good as I've seen it. And Arkansas has all the makings. Now, it's come down to this: if Arkansas does not make at least the Sweet Sixteen, this season's going to be a disappointment. I'm sorry, but it's true. They have to make at least the Sweet Sixteen. Everything past that is bonus, and it's not out of the realm of possibility for this team to make the Final Four. I can't believe I'm saying that. I'm getting chills saying it because it's true. It's not a dream. It's not just a hopeful, golly gee fan moment where it's like, man, if we get all the, we got so much talent and it's like unjustified. Like, this isn't preseason. This isn't when Arkansas starts 4 0 against Giddy City State and everyone's saying, oh man, I love this team. Look how good they are. This could be a tournament team, Final Four. No. Folks, this is the end of the regular season. You are a Final Four caliber team. That's not, that's not a trick. That's not false. That's real. It's real. Enjoy this. Enjoy the moment. Enjoy what's going on. Because we never know when it's going to be gone again. Arkansas can win a national championship in basketball. They got the guards. They got the depth. They got the coaching. They got the confidence. They, don't have a, they have a great offense. They have a solid defense. Find the lie. Change my mind. Let me hear about it. I'd love to know. But get excited. Arkansas is about to take over Indianapolis. Let's go, boys. Man, I cannot wait. We'll be joined by Jacob Seuss of Channel 5 up in Northwest Arkansas here in just a second. But first, got to tell you about BetOnline.ag. It's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your sports action, especially with college basketball coming up, all the postseason play. But BetOnline.ag even covers award shows, TV shows, reality television, with real-time updated odds and props on almost anything that you can imagine. They also have you covered for all the news, scores, and odds, and it is the best place to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website at BetOnline.ag and use promo code LOCKEDON to receive 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit. Again, that's promo code LOCKEDON for 50% off your welcome bonus on your first deposit at BetOnline.ag, your online sportsbook experts. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. We're continuing our discussion here on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast, talking about all the great things going on in Razorback sports right now. Obviously, the basketball team finished the regular season about as strong as you possibly can heading into the SEC tournament. Razorback baseball is the number one ranking consensus among all the polls. It's just a really good time to be a Razorback fan and really a fun time to be covering the Arkansas Razorbacks. And we're going to discuss a little more as we welcome in our next guest. It's Jacob Seuss, who is the Five News Sports Director up in Northwest Arkansas. Fairly new to the state of Arkansas, but obviously, Jacob, you came at the perfect time, it seems like, because Razorback sports are rolling at a high level right now. Yeah, John, I think, you know, most of Arkansas, I don't want to give myself a pat on the back, but since I got here, they do not lose, whether it's baseball, softball, basketball, so uh, I'm going to take 100% credit for that. Hey, whatever it takes, whatever is working, Razorback fans are going to take it. So if, it, if it's you, if you're the lucky charm, then let's have at it and let's just uh, keep this luck going, especially uh, with the basketball team, which we'll just start right there. Obviously, Razorback fans had a pretty high expectation of the basketball team this year, but the way that they have finished the season 
has Razorback fans thinking that not only is this a team that's, of course, going to make it into the NCAA tournament, they're going to be a high seed. They possibly could win the SEC tournament. And not to say they'd win a national championship, but they certainly seem like a team that has not found any weakness in themselves and is playing at such a high level that there's no telling when this season will come to an end for them. Yeah, I mean, you look at the Alabama and the LSU game back in early January. This team was dead in the water. Obviously, they played so well in at-a-conference games. But it just kind of seemed like, you know, they really didn't have the toughest non-con schedule. So when we got to SEC play, their weaknesses were really exposed. This team not as good as we thought they were. And after two blowout losses, you know, it, it kind of felt like another Arkansas basketball season that just wasn't going to end in a positive way. And whatever Musk did with them during that time is reason for him to win coach of the year. To have a team win 11 straight SEC games for the first time in over 25 years, to actually come back from the dead, and not because of, of one player, not because of two players, you know, to have guys on this team that can put up double figures on every single night, and to end the season as a top-10 team, if you had told me that in early January, I think any Arkansas fan probably would have told you you were pretty crazy. I know. I'm kind of the same way. It's like I felt like before the season started, I was like, hey, if this team can just put it all together, you know, maybe uh, maybe a five-seed, six-seed, best-case scenario is kind of what Which I was thinking. would have been great. Yeah, would yeah, have loved that. Yeah, and I, and I think everybody was on board. And now that we start to see that this team – is not only going to the tournament, but I, I'm not saying that they would, but I feel like if they won the SEC tournament, I mean, possibly a two seed. I, I know that's crazy talk, but Joe Lenardi, of course, and nothing's ever for certain because you never know what the committee's going to do for the NCAA tournament. He's got them as the highest three seed right now. And so you would think that if they won the SEC tournament, he'd bump them into a two seed, which I think Arkansas has only done that like two other times, maybe three in their history. So you're talking about historical stuff right now if they're able to keep winning like this. Yeah, I mean, I can't even imagine a, a two-seed. And I think you know, looking at that left side of the bracket for Arkansas in the, the SEC tournament, um, you know, they're either going to get Georgia or Missouri. Missouri would be an interesting matchup for them. Obviously, the first time it didn't go their way with the Tigers having Jeremiah Tillman back. Um, but it's certainly a team that they can beat. Mizzou's kind of going the other way compared to Arkansas. They're kind of a, a tale of two programs right now. And I think we're all going to be pretty disappointed if it doesn't end in Nashville with an Alabama-Arkansas championship game with the way that the first two games, especially the way that that second game ended, really chippy, really fun, you know, March-type basketball that we saw out of those two teams, you know, whether it goes to Arkansas or not. But, yet, if Arkansas beats Alabama in that SEC championship game, how could you deny them that two-seed with two wins over the Crimson Tide in a span of, you know, three weeks to a month? Yeah, that's where I'm at, too. I mean, I just feel like the the teams that they've beaten, especially down the stretch, have been impressive. And if they go to the SEC tournament and win it all, you're thinking, of course, they'll probably have to face LSU, who's a tournament team, and then possibly Bama again, who's a tournament team. So uh, they're adding to the resume. And I think that the, the main, main reason, of course, is that this team is playing well. It just shows the great job that Eric Musselman has done, which 
I've always felt like, you know, maybe I'm looking at it through more of the Homer gla- uh, bias glasses, which is fine. But I-, I look at it and I say, how how do you not give him SEC Coach of the Year? Which I know that Nate Oates has done a phenomenal job at Alabama, but I'm just hard pressed not to give Muss a look because not only the turnaround that he had from last year, where they were 11th in the SEC, now they're second, uh, but. The fact of the matter is, is that he had nine new faces, guys who weren't were on the team last year, haven't really played many minutes this year. The very few that there are, uh, he went through an ep, like a really big roller coaster and valley of starting hot, having these bad losses, and then getting it back. I mean, this is just a phenomenal coaching job by Eric Musselman, and it just shows that he is the right guy for the job because. Even when things look down and out, he finds a way to weather the storm and get them playing once again at a high level. Yeah, I don't think I've ever really seen a coach in year two with a team kind of bleed, you know, the Arkansas Red or whatever school he's at for the way that that Musselman does. When you look at the the preseason rankings, I think Alabama was maybe, you know, voted five by the uh, by the coaches, Arkansas 6. So if you're comparing Muss and Oates, I mean, it was pretty consistent with the expectations they had and, and where they wound up. But for where this team was in January to where they ended up, you know, Muss was the guy. He turned them around. It was a team that clearly wasn't playing up to their potential, clearly wasn't playing with a lot of confidence and, you know, not having Justin Smith for a couple games you know, clearly contributed to that, but what he was able to do and get them to that high level, you know, this isn't the NBA season. You don't have a long time to be to be able to do that. He was able to flip the switch with these guys in a matter of weeks and get them playing where he wanted them to. And it's been a lot of fun, too. You know, he's garnering the national attention for this program. But like you said, getting guys, first of all, getting guys here, getting those new faces here, getting those transfers here, which was huge after all the losses last year, but getting them to mesh, you know, pretty much right away and pretty much seem like a team that's been playing together for much longer than they have. I mean, he is Arkansas at this point, and I I don't want to hear any of the, you know, the Minnesota rumors, anything like that. He is clearly devoted to, to what he's doing here, and he's building something that's going to last way beyond this year i think it's a it's a method to kind of his madness that you know it's not going to be with the same guys every year but it's going to be the a consistent model that he has here and you know even without guys like like moody and and smith next year you, you still have a pretty strong base that they'll be good for years to come we'll continue our discussion with jacob seuss of channel five here in just a second but we've been telling you about built bar the best tasting protein bar in the market for a while now Built Bar is the amazing low-calorie, low-sugar, high-protein, high-fiber, amazing-tasting protein bar with 100% chocolate on all bars. Now is the time to find out which Built Bar is the best. It is Built Bar Madness. Today's matchup is the Apple Almond Crisp versus the Churro Puff, as well as the Peanut Butter Brownie versus Raspberry. Honestly, I'm more of a Peanut Butter Brownie fan myself, but... Hey, everybody's built different, right? Go to BuiltBar.com or go to Built underscore Bar on Twitter. And remember to use the promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order. That is LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Check the back and see who won today's matchup and you will become the best and who will become the best tasting protein bar 
in all the land. Again, promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order at BuiltBar.com. Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. Speaking with Jacob Seuss of Channel 5 Sports Director on the Locked on Razorbacks podcast right now. Uh, Jacob, you know, the thing is, is that uh, we're getting to the point, too, where a lot of individual awards, not only Coach of the Year, are going to be handed out, but also Player of the Year. I tweeted this out after the game against Texas A&M, and I have felt this way for a few weeks now. I believe Moses Moody deserves SEC Player of the Year. And the past two games especially, which, let's be honest, they weren't against the, the best of competition but uh, you know, between South Carolina and Texas A&M, but still SEC teams. And still he needed big games, especially against A&M, to come out of there with a victory. I feel like he should be SEC Player of the Year, but I have a feeling that the SEC may look towards somebody else. I'm not totally sure, but I just feel like he's the guy that has not only been the key to this team's success – but has also been the most consistent player in the SEC with his team also being very consistent as well. We'll see when it comes time for for voting because what happened with the Arkansas women, it, it should have been Chelsea Dungy. I'll take that to, 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 my, to the grave. But it seemed like it was a, a preconceived notion throughout the year that it was going to be Kentucky's Ryan Howard, and that's the way it ended up. Well, it kind of seemed like throughout the whole year it was kind of herb jones's award to lose but he hasn't played that well in in sec and the thing about moody has he been you know lights out 28 points like he was saturday every single game no of course not he's a freshman he still had a learning curve throughout conference play but he's been there when they needed him the most every single time saturday you know if they don't end the first half the way that they did and it was all tate moody they don't win that game. If they don't come back and cut into that A&M lead, you know, they go on to lose. He's, you know, he's a guy that they can rely on. He's going to hit big shots when you need him to, whether he's been consistent throughout the game or not. He's, they're not, they don't win 11 straight SEC games without him. That's, that's clear and simple. And, you know, going up against the best of the best, I think he is, you know, he's not the best freshman in the SEC. He's the best player overall. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm, I'm with you. I just I just feel like what he's accomplished this year with the expectation that was put on him being a, a great freshman incoming and part of our, I think he was that. Yeah, he was the highest rated recruit that Arkansas had. You know, he there's a lot of expectation that goes along with it. And he's answered the bell and he's answered the call every single time. Uh, but now it comes to we're in postseason play officially where you just have two tournaments left, the SEC and the NCAAs for Arkansas. Here becomes Razorback fans and what the expectation needs to be because now we know what they accomplished. They finished the season, regular season, 21-5, and 13-4 in conference play. Now the expectation for a lot of Razorback fans is either winning the SEC tournament or playing for a Sweet 16 or Elite 8. In your mind, given what the regular season has shown us, what do you believe the expectation should be for the SEC tournament and what do you think the expectation, as far as minimum goes, for the NCAA tournament should be for the Razorbacks. It's crazy because if Arkansas loses in the SEC tournament anywhere before the championship game, and if they lose in the NCAA tournament anywhere before the Sweet 16, that's a disappointment. That's upsetting, which if you would have said that you know, at any point 
in the last couple of weeks to Arkansas fans. I mean, that's crazy, but that's where the expectations are at. They have to go to the championship game of the SEC tournament. Anything else after what they've shown us the last couple of weeks would be a disappointment. I mean, at this point, you can be hopeful that they're going to win the SEC tournament. They can beat anyone in the SEC. That's clear. They've won 11 straight. And if they do get to that two seed, or even if they stay a three seed, the expectation is sweet 16 at absolute minimum. They're, they need to get out of that opening weekend. The expectation is they will get out of that opening weekend. But they get to the point, you are a high seed. You're going to have a target on your back as one of the best teams. You're going to run into a chippy team in the, in the first or second round of the NCAA tournament that they might not see coming. You know, the SEC isn't at its best this year. So, you know, Arkansas is still going to have to play at their best. 11 straight SEC wins, you know, it's, it's a great feat. It's going to go down in history. It's something we'll remember for a long time, but it doesn't matter anymore. The regular season is over. They did what they did, which is great, but kind of have to flip the page now, which, you know, if we know Musk, he'll have no problem getting his team, you know, mentally where they need to go. And, you know, that they need to know they're one of the best teams, you know, for the good and the bad that comes with that. But championship game in the SEC and Sweet 16 at minimum is the in the NCAA tournament is where the expectations need to lie. I know that this program is is prone to to heartbreak, but you know it's it's okay to be hopeful because of how well they've played. It's okay to enjoy everything that they've done the last couple of weeks and be hopeful that this team can keep it going because if they play at their highest level, the sky is truly the limit. So how much money do you think uh, Eric Musselman makes now after this year? He's making $2.5 million per year right now, and it's got incentive bases in it. But uh, how, how, what type of contract restructuring should Razorback fans expect Hunter Yurchek to do after this phenomenal season Eric Musselman's had? So Hunter is just going to take a blank check, go into his office, lock the door, hand him his nicest pen, and say, you, you fill this bad boy out. You let me know uh, what we're working with the next year. What can we do to make you a Razorback for a very long time and have no doubt about that? Because anything else from, from Hunter's side of things would, uh, would be a big disappointment. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you there. I, I just feel like, I mean, $5 million? I mean, would he double his salary? I don't know. But there's going to be a lot of people coming after Eric Musselman. And... You know, I think that Arkansas is a place that he enjoys, and I think that it's a place that he knows he can win at, obviously, in his second year showing he can win at it. So I think whatever it's going to take, and especially assuming that we'll have full crowds at Bud Walton Arena next basketball season where uh, the hype will be real, then uh, I'm sure that there'll be a nice chunk of change in it for him, and he deserves it. I mean, he deserves all of that, that is for sure. Well, Jacob, we just got a few minutes left, man. Uh, before we get out of here, I'm curious, since you were pretty new to Arkansas and uh, all the stuff up there, especially up in the northwest Arkansas area, well, what do you? Uh, what, what's your, some of your favorite spots? Have you found any places that you enjoy the most or some places you're looking forward to trying out since you've been here? Oh, wow. So, obviously, I mean, it, being in this area, you can't, you can't beat Dixon. It's, it's so hard during a, during a pandemic. So, I've seen, you know, I've just seen COVID Bud Walton. I've just seen COVID Dixon. So, my, my opinion on everything is very COVID-related right now. But I am a, a big-time food junkie. So, that's, that's what I, I, you know, spend my time looking for the best, best local spots. Uh, Wright's Barbecue up here is, is the best of the best. I, you know, I've, I've had a lot of the good barbecue in the Midwest, and it is, is, is right up there. 
you know, and I did just say Midwest. Uh, I know that rubs a lot of people the wrong way if this is the South and the Midwest, but uh, it came out it came out accidentally. So we're we're, we're just going to roll with that. I think uh, I think we're rolling in the Midwest here. Hey, I mean, you can't go wrong with Wright's Barbecue for sure. And there's a lot of places and a lot of things to enjoy in there, especially in Northwest Arkansas. So uh, I know it'll be great, and it's great right now to be covering the Razorbacks too. It's a lot more fun when the team you're covering is being successful. And let's hope that it keeps yeah, going. Yeah, I hear a lot. I hear a lot of. Uh, I hear a lot of. You know, all the stories about the. Uh, you know, the disappointment that that has come with being an Arkansas fan. But I've been here four months, and it's been uh, smooth sailing so far. So hopefully, nothing but good times the rest of the way. And maybe we'll get a uh, a nice, good basketball run that can lead us into a uh, to a, an Omaha run for the baseball team, and just keep the good times rolling. I hope you're right, but just wait. Just wait. There's always there's always a motorcycle involved, you know. There's always uh, something crazy like that going on. But I hope you're wrong. I hope I'm wrong, and I hope you're right, and I hope it keeps going uh, because I know Razorback fans definitely deserve it. Jacob, man, we appreciate it. Appreciate you hopping on. Appreciate all you do at Five News, and appreciate you uh, doing a great job of cross promoting the podcast on fivenews.com. dot uh, com. Enjoy those rest of the week, and I know we'll be having some more conversations here on the podcast. Sounds like a plan. Thanks, John. Well, appreciate everybody listening in to Locked on Razorbacks podcast. Be sure to like and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or on Google Play. You can also get after me on Twitter at BuzzJohnNeighbors for any questions, comments, concerns you may have. We'll keep it going from there. Same podcast time, same podcast channel tomorrow afternoon. Have a great day, everybody. We'll see you then. You are Locked on Razorbacks, your daily Arkansas Razorbacks podcast. 